what am I doing here? Hello everyone, welcome back to Sarah's Funny Joke Podcast. We've got a really great episode for you today. Hope you're ready. Uh, buckle up your roller coaster seats because this one's going to be kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, folks, it sure is. Uh, we got another wacky, wild, wet, fun adventure for you. There was this guy who went around smashing disease viruses with big rocks. <laughs> he was a stone cold killer. <laughs> no, what? It's a cold stone. <laughs> Wait. A cold no, stone killer. That's in- when you go to the ice cream store and then murder everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to be a cold stone killer. Mr. Ice Cream Man. That's what happened in that video. Attention. Bad jokes, dad jokes, and puns that just don't work. The doctor will see you now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Evan DM's Joke Doctor. I almost said funny joke podcast, which it isn't called that. Welcome to Evan Diem's Joke Doctor. Maybe April Fool's Day, we upload a a, a dedicated Sarah's Funny funny Joke joke podcast. Podcast. So you just have like three months to figure out what that actually is. Okay. So on Evan Diem's Joke Doctor, my co-host Sarah finds jokes in different places in the world and then brings me the setup. And then I try to guess the punchline. And then after we've done the fun game part, we get down to business and we talk about the merits of the joke and what could make it better. And we also talk about our performances quarter and how we can make more money for Big Joke. That's the corporation we work for. Big Joke, yeah. <laughs> Big Joke LLC, which stands for lots of laughs. Clowns. A <laughs> lot, lot of laugh clowns. <laughs> so recently, oh, I've just, I've, I've before I give my presentation... I'm going to humanize myself and become more relatable to the other people in the meeting. Tell us about your dog. So they don't just think that I am any other corporate person. I'm not corporate. I'm a real dude. So I love cooking and my dog... Uh, Hagrid. Con- <laughs> His name is Cooper, but the baby calls him Hagrid because he's so fluffy. Mm-hmm. And Fluffy was Hagrid's dog's name. Mm-hmm. So that's why. And you're uh, a big Potter head because you're a millennial. I love Harry Potter and I haven't checked the news <laughs> in a decade <laughs> in regards to Harry Potter. I also love Disney. Um, and when we can't afford to go to Disney, uh, my long term monogamous partner and I go hiking and sometimes skiing. But what's your partner's name? Probably Haley. <laughs> <laughs> Or Heather or something like that. Heather? <laughs> it's spelled differently no, than your mom. Yeah. It's a different There's a way lot of Heathers spell. other than your mom. It's you just weird that you'd pick that Heather. I, well, I picked Haley. Well, I did pick that Heather. <laughs> you picked that Heather by your facial expression. You cuffing my jeans? Well, this one was coming uncuffed. Yeah. One time this guy DM'd me. He said, hey, are you? And then he sent me a picture of pants. He sent me a picture of jeans, the jeans emoji. Mm -hmm. And I was like, am I jeans? And he said, do you cuff your jeans? And I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? (laughs) And it was like, he was trying to ask if I was bisexual. (laughs) And I was like, 
You just you, you sent him your tweet that's bisexual. Yeah, I want to go to the brothel and bisex. You want some? <laughs> Is that a tweet I made? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bisex. You all want yeah. some? Oh, that's actually great. What the hell, man? I'm so funny. I'm gonna go retweet that. <laughs> And I turned on the heat and then I cooked and now I'm hot. Sarah went to go adjust the heat. So I'm just going to read some of my tweets that come up when I search bisexual. I'm bisexual? Yeah, I'm headed to the brothel to bisex. You all want anything? Doing bondage with a bisexual neurodivergent the way I'm in a bi-N-D right now. B-I-N-D. There's all sorts of ways to be bisexual. Men plus women, non-men plus non-women, country boys plus city boys, nobody plus everybody. What's yours? Itty bitty boys. <laughs> the Lizzo song. Um, all yeah. the boys from the Lizzo song. <laughs> exactly. And then this, I think, was a quote retweet of a picture of Bo Burnham and Phoebe Bridgers. And mm. it's, I am available to hold space for any indie weirdos who are inconsolable to discover their ethereal bisexual queen is dating a man who wears new ballots. HMU. <laughs> emails? Yeah, I got some emails. emails. First, first one is from our friend Alana. Says registered trademark. Hi, Evan and Sarah. I just listened to episode 82 where the joke jelly bean trademark was the punchline. And while you were both laughing at the idea of trademark being part of the punchline, which is very good, I realized that jelly bean shouldn't have been trademarked. Jelly bean is the generic product and jelly belly trademark <laughs> is the famous brand. I don't really know what I wanted you to do with this information. I just wanted you to have it. Anyway, time to go blow my nose with a tissue, trademark. <laughs> Set up that joke, apparently, is what you're doing. Here's a general outro to my email to let you know that I enjoy the podcast. Thank Sincerely, you. Sincerely, Alana. Also, Alana texted me this. Me. Sometimes I listen to Joke Doctor and hear Sarah interrupt Evan to say something totally unrelated and think, is that what it's like talking to me? Alex, her boyfriend. Yeah, sometimes, but it's okay. So, uh, Sarah's just opened a Terry's chocolate orange. Thank you. I saw it on the table and I wanted some. Look, sometimes that's how it goes. Just, just a little chewing break. (laughs) We have another email from Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Says pigs and cows. Hi, Sarah. And Evan too, I guess. I'm not mad about it. I think it's fun. I wouldn't be mad about something like that. Okay. <laughs> I thought you might get a kick out of a joke my student told me this week, so I'm including an audio clip on this email. What do what do pigs um wash their hands with? I don't know what. Ham sanitizer. Ham sanitizer. <laughs> Ham sanitizer. Ham sanitizer. Recently, y'all have been talking about milk delivery. Actually, milk delivery was totally a thing where I grew up in rural New York. Here's proof. And a link to King Brothers Dairy. P.S. Sarah, I appreciate your sense of humor. Okay, that is all. Smiley face. Kelly. Thanks, Miss Kelly. Thanks, Kelly. Um, Ham sanitizer is a good joke. And it's good on the principle that I talk about sometimes, which is the punchline would just be true information, Mm -hmm. even if it weren't wordplay Mm -hmm. 
something that cleans a pig could be called ham sanitizer, no relation to being wordplay. And that's good. That's a good way to have a strong double meaning. And then ham sanitizer. It's sort of like, it's very clear that you're not, M doesn't sound like ND, but it's close enough that mm-hmm. it's, um, that the it's fact that like it's supported by the truth. Hamburger. Like, hmm? Could be hamburger. Hamber- hamburger. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be hamburger. A nice hamburger? Yeah. Because you eat it with your hands? Uh-huh. Okay. Like how you have hand pie? It's a small pie you eat with your hands. Okay. They're folded over. I've never heard of that, but it's a thing. That's a hey. I be, <laughs> I believe. Oh, the googling has started. I did believe you though. See, they're just little pies that you can hold with your hands. Hand pie. Yeah, because it kind of looks like an empanada. You could have a ham pie, and that's just a normal hand pie, but people say ham instead of hand. Mm. I think I think part of it has to do with like the fact that B and P are like plosives. Mm. And so the M sounds more like ND preceding a plosive. Mm. So hamburger, uh, hand pie, hamburger, ham pie versus hand sanitizer, ham sanitizer. It's because they're the M closes you mm-hmm. and N or ND is still open, like your lips are still open, but M closes. Mm. And so when you say the M and then you say like hamburger, you're closing your mouth for M, but you'd be closing your mouth anyway to make the P for B mm-hmm. or P. Um, so I think in that way, that is more like, like it honestly makes a lot of sense that a kid would be like, oh, a hamburger, mm-hmm. a hamburger, because you eat it with your hands. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Um, but anyway, like, yeah. And next week, hand dogs. Hand dogs. As opposed to ham dogs? <laughs> First joke, please. <laughs> Why are math teachers such big online shoppers? Ooh. Why are math teachers such big online shoppers? Does it have something to do with Amazon or eBay? No. Does it have to do with a specific like mathematical function? Mm-hmm. Add, subtract, add, because they see ads. No, because they add to cart. Yeah, what? They love to add items to the cart <laughs> <laughs> because they're just familiar with the word "add." Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> I feel like something it would be better because literally that's what "add" means. Yeah, it just means. You're literally adding an us an item yeah. to the amount of items in the cart. It would be better. It would be better if it were like advertising mm-hmm. or ads, seeing ads all over the place. But I don't know exactly. I see subtracts all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Subtracts. Mm-hmm. There's something there, but it's in a different direction, yeah, and I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> the math teacher. Loves extreme, no, the math teacher is an extreme couponer because she loves to multiply her savings. <laughs> um, <laughs> on a, okay, so I don't think it can be shopping, but I think ads and ads can work and math teacher. And so it's maybe it's like a job interview for a teacher. And they're like, so what made you want to become a math teacher? And you're just like, 
I was seeing the ads everywhere. That adds up. Mm. We're waving our fingers at each other. That's what that silence <laughs> is. <laughs> That's exactly right. Next joke, please. Who do fish hire to play at their weddings? Fish. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> PH fish. No. Um, PH fish bad. PH fish bad. So bad. When I entered at the TV station in college, they'd send me out with the fucking cameraman and he would play 20 minute long fish songs. Like there were a whole drive from like this TV station to the airport would just be one, one, fish, one song. fish song. And he would be like, I love this band. And then he'd also be like mean and gross. And he was like, picked up some sausage biscuits from McDonald's. You want any? And I go, no thanks. I'm a vegetarian. And he's like, oh, you're a vegetarian. Well, you're wearing docks, so must not be that committed. I was like, oh, my God. Wearing docks, which were named after a Nazi. That would be a better gotcha, honestly, because yeah. it came out of left field. Yeah, but he was gross, and I hated going out with him. And I'd tell, I would tell Shannon, the, the reporter that I did like to go out with, I'd be like, Shannon, please, please, please. I'm supposed to go out with the, with the camera guy today, but I don't want to. I can't sit through another half hour long fish song, please. And she'd be like, okay, come with me to the bakery where we're going to do a story about this bakery that gives cakes to foster kids. And I'm like, thank you, Shannon. I love you. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of fish either. Uh <laughs> Um, Fish is one of those bands that you only get if you know, like if you're into jamming, but it's like jamming is a thing that like I get jamming. I don't want to <laughs> listen to other people do it. Yeah. It's a fun thing to do, but I get it. I get it. Why? It's like you got to imagine fish. Imagine fish fans as having a crush on the band. Because if you have a crush on someone and you're like at their band practice mm -hmm. and them and their friends are jamming, you're like, yeah, man, I love this because I love you. Mm -hmm. And you just got to imagine all of the fans of Fish have a huge crush on the people in Fish. You're be looking at what the people in Fish look like. Oh, no. It, this can't be good. Hey, why does this look like Dollar Jen John Darnell? That's just what <laughs> white men look like. The one on the left looks like one of the dudes from Tim and Eric. And the guy in the middle looks like uh, he looks like John he does IT on the his day job is IT. He looks like he does IT, and his friends are like, "You look like John C. Riley," and he's like, "I don't see it." Yeah, is that John C. Riley? It might be John C. Riley. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's a famous actor. Oh, uh, he's the non-Will Ferrell one in Step Brothers. I haven't seen Step Brothers. Have you seen pictures of Step Brothers, like memes from it? I'm not asking if you've seen Step Brothers. <laughs> I'm just saying he's the guy from it. That might be. I mean, I've seen Talladega people Nights. who are Step Brothers. Okay. What's the punchline to this joke? Is it something? Is it a kind of fish? This guy from Fish is wearing a dress. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's, he's the drummer. Oh, so he doesn't really get to show off his dress. He just has. To, he gets to sit the whole time. That's not fair. They should let him stand up in front of everyone so everyone can see his dress and go, "Wow." You look so good in that dress. Anyway, fish hired to play at their weddings. Big bass bands. The big bass bands. Big bass bands. Big bass bands. Fat bottom girls. At least it, fat bottom gills. Um, <laughs> at least it's better than a joke that's like bass and bass. 
mm-hmm. you know, because that's just like, I mean, it works in text, but a big bass band, though. Again, that's one of those ones where, oh, you know, what would be, what would be good is like a Far Side or a Heathcliff comic mm-hmm. where like so many of those comics are just like, here's a funny image and then two people talking about it. Um, so it's like a bunch of Heathcliff is conducting a bunch of fish with instruments mm-hmm. and, um, and then the two birds up in the tree say to each other, I thought he was going to get a big brass band, something like that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where you're just supposed to put together that it's bass instead of brass. Do you remember the Kmart commercial where they were like, I just shipped my pants. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's silently laughing. I don't want to cut it because I want you all to experience how, like, the length of time that this is. Is that it? Nope. Okay. Still going. Anyway, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> with anyway, I was just thinking about that. With like pass and ass. <laughs> I got a big bass boat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I have another joke. Go for it. How do lawyers say goodbye? Ooh, is it something, is it a variant of case closed or I rest my case? Mm-mm. Hmm. What else do lawyers say? Objection. Objection is something they say, yeah. Your honor, if it pleases the court, I gotta go. No. Is lawyer is it a thing that lawyers say, or is it like is it something to do with the bar exam, or see you at the bar? Yeah, exactly. No, no. Uh, yeah, it's uh, something people use lawyers for defense, no. prosecution. No. We'll be suing you. Hmm? We'll be su- We'll be suing you. We'll be suing you. Yeah. Now, <laughs> my. <laughs> I, there's only one thing that I can imagine that this is trying to do, which is I'll be seeing you. Yeah. But it's. How do medical professionals greet their friends? The doctor will see you now. (laughs) And then they fucking turn around and look at you. Yeah. Uh, People in corporate, people who send a lot of emails, I'll be seeing you. CCing you. I'll be BCCing you. Or I won't. Can't see. Can't BCC. Um, that's fucking garbage. I'll be suing you. I'll be suing you. That's not, that's not. Maybe. See you in court, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) See you in court. It would be better. (laughs) That would be a funnier thing for a lawyer to say. Like, especially after, like, just leaving. I'd love for this to be the debut of funnyeditor.com using swear words. 
You get an email that's like, how did the lawyer say goodbye to his friends? I'll see you in court, asshole. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, whoa. funny editor. And then it's like funny, funny editor after dark. Yeah. Yeah. Sending out. Good, clean humor becomes just like the nastiest website bad, out there. Filthy. Yeah. Humor. Oh, God. What do we have? Comedy review? So we, I think two weeks ago, you said you wanted to talk about this, but we had a a brief diversion to wax poetic about Larry the Cable Guy. That's funny. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. That's that's funny right there. I don't care who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do care. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you wanted to talk about instead of Larry the Cable Guy. Charlie the Unicorn, mm-hmm. which, if you don't know, was a series of probably flash animated video out of something animated videos from the early 2000s, maybe mid 2000s, maybe like 2003 to 2007 or something like that. Yeah, I was in elementary school when they came out. Okay. Or I guess I was probably in middle school. Charlie the Unicorn is the story of two pink and blue. Very excitable, fantastical, magical unicorns Unicorns. who bother their friend Charlie or just a guy, Charlie. There's no there's no reason to assume that they're friends or that they hang out. And um, Charlie uh, reluctantly goes along with them on misadventures. I believe they all end with a song. Or at least the first two end with songs. Yeah, they all have songs. And Charlie loses something at the end of all of them. Yeah. Like his kidney. Yeah. So the first one, I am just going to make the call. I don't want to play more than maybe 30 seconds of Charlie the Unicorn on the podcast because I don't think it's fun (laughs) to listen to. It's a very visual thing and you kind of get the joke after a while. Yeah. So can we just play maybe the first like 30 to 45 seconds of which one? Of the first Charlie the Unicorn. Hey, Charlie! Hey, Charlie, wake up! Yeah, Charlie, you silly sleepyhead, wake up! Uh, oh, God, you guys. This had better be pretty freaking important. Is the meadow on fire? No, Charlie. We found a map to Candy Mountain. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. We're going to Candy Mountain. Come with us, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. It'll be an adventure. We're going on an adventure, Charlie. Yeah, Candy Mountain, right. I'm just going to, you know, go back to sleep now. No, Charlie, you have to come with us to Candy Mountain. Yeah, Charlie, Candy Mountain. It's a land of sweets and joy and joyness. Please stop bouncing on me. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Yeah, Candy Mountain. Oh, I'm fine. I'll go with you to Candy Mountain. <laughs> so you, you, can't, you get it. You get it. Um, now, this was a big hit. This is a big hit after Charlie bit my finger. So there's already established uh, internet. Charlie. Charlie. There was already established there's internet There's also Charlie. Charlie is so cool like. True. Is that before this though? I think and that's just like that person's name. Same time. Or was that person's yeah. name. So not like a. I think I mean, she's still Charlie. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, as far as like in the context of like 
Charlie being said in a, a voice, mm-hmm. right? Charlie. Charlie bit me. Charlie bit my finger. That's not nice, Charlie. Yeah, exactly. So we already have like, we already know at this time that saying Charlie in a strange voice with a, a an interesting inflection is a hit, right? Yeah. Um, there should have been more voices saying Charlie. Look, Charlie, yo, Charlie. <laughs> just in culture? <laughs> just, yeah, just. A, hey, yo, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, 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 it benefits from being extended. Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. It's, it feels. Say Charlie and Elmo voice. <laughs> Elmo's so excited to meet his new friend, Charlie. <laughs> Don't freaking clap your hands together. Just fully symmetrically. Um, yeah, so Charlie is a name that... Did you know that your gig is on Elmo's birthday? Wow. I didn't. <laughs> cool. Um, so Charlie is a name that lends itself to being extended and said in a very um, childish way. Mm-hmm. Right? It also... Oh, you know who else is Charlie? I think the dog in All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, he movie, is. Right? And so there's all those little puppies who are like, he's hey, before, Charlie. He's before all the other Charlies. Yeah. All and so it's... Heaven, such an old movie. It is. I think late 80s, early 90s. But yeah. it's it's very much a name that is like... And that's also his like old grizzled dude who's been through a lot of stuff who is not going to put up with anything and then has to mm-hmm. deal with all of these like younger, more impressionable, like very innocent characters. And so that like absolutely works. I, I guess I'm realizing now that, that that is very much the same dynamic in Charlie the Unicorn. It's also very lol random yeah. comedy, but it's not the it's not cranked up. Mm-hmm. Like it's not It's you not know, like Fred. No, where it's like it's not rapid and it's not like every sentence or whatever like there is a logical through line and what may what justifies the fact that it's random is that we don't know anything about the universe the only thing we know is that charlie doesn't care about stuff but he's also he's not like freaking out he's just like what is this Mm -hmm. i don't know what this is and it doesn't make sense why are you two cool with this yeah but the two other characters the unnamed pink and blue unicorns as as so far into the first and second Charlie the Unicorns, though, maybe they're named, maybe they're named later on. They're like, it's the magical Leoplerodon, Charlie. And it's like, they know what that is. So it kind of justifies it where it's like, oh, it's Candy Mountain. And then all of those, all of the things in the world seem to make sense because the rules of the world are weird. And so you kind of like the second Charlie the Unicorn starts with them like wearing scuba gear and floating just in the air. And then he's a he's a void and they go inside of him. He gets sucked into the vortex. Yeah, Yeah. the vortex. They go inside of Charlie and he's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's so it's definitely a product of early 2000s random comedy. But it I think does it in a way that kind of justifies itself, which is really interesting. And also one of the things that I think about when I watch it is like. This just feels like something that would be a cutaway joke on South Park, partially because of the mouth style movements is it's very much individual mouth shapes that are like 
you know, there's only a certain number of them. It's kind of stop motion in the way South Park is, the way they move, mm-hmm. like... But only pink and blue like move as like one, one full thing. Unit, yeah. And like Charlie moves his legs. Charlie does have legs. Um, they all have legs, but only Charlie uses Charlie his. Charlie uses them, yeah. That's, that's how you know he's grounded in reality a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it feels very much like that. And it's, it's not as crude, but the fact that like the first one ends with like, it ramps up in silliness. Mm-hmm. Like we get to Candy Mountain and there's this musical number about candy and then it ends with him getting his kidneys stolen. Yeah. It's like, that's very much a South Park beat of like a South Park comedy beat of like, it's going to get sillier and then it's going to be very serious mm-hmm. right at the end. Oh um, man, they stole my freaking kidney. Yeah, exactly. That's what he sounds like. Charlie the Unicorn what, is kind of the blueprint for BoJack Horseman. Yeah. A very disgruntled horse <laughs> yeah. who is not interested uh, in, in other pink stuff. Pink and blue are kind of like Todd. And Princess Carolyn because she's no. pink. No. no, Princess Carolyn. They're bo- oh, it's Todd and Mr. Peanut Butter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what you should do when you have a bunch of time where you're not doing anything else okay. is just still image of the pink unicorn and the blue unicorn and Charlie. Mm-hmm. And then you just recolor them so that one looks like Todd, <laughs> one looks like Mr. Peanut Butter, and mm-hmm. then the horse looks like Bojack. Yeah. And you just like draw over them. Like put their heads, put Todd's and Mr. Peanut Butter's heads on the pink and blue unicorns. No, like draw the one of them with like Todd's hat uh-huh. and with like the little, his jacket and his jeans. And then the other one's like all yellow with whatever Mr. Peanut Butter wears. So it's like you're re-skinning the, the horse's skin, like Minecraft skin, like texture skin. Don't look like I'm... I'm not talking about skinning the horses alive. Jesus Christ. Texture skin. <sighs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> anyway, Charlie Unicorn, hello throwback. My mom hated that. She hated when we would watch Charlie the Unicorn. Yeah, of course. We we would watch Charlie the Unicorn and she would say, I told you all that YouTube was bad. You're not allowed to go on YouTube. <laughs> she was right for that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the th- the worst thing about it is that it's very much a quotable thing for young teens to say to yeah. each other. And that, from outside of that bubble, sucks. Mm-hmm. When you're in that, amazing. And you play into it. That's the worst part mm-hmm. is that if you don't like it happening, you're Charlie. Yeah. And then you're part of it. Yeah. And that's that's rough. That's a rough situation to be in. Uh, the banana in your ear song from the second. It's pretty good. That one has lived rent free in my mind since whatever year that episode came out. What the hell did you just text me? <laughs> Charlie the unicorn lost in dream space. <laughs> <laughs> what is this it's a book it's a Charlie a the Unicorn book, book. <laughs> and then the quotes on the back <laughs> all that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream right is that right I don't know if that's right Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams it also belongs to the omniscient mind orbs Eleanor Roosevelt <laughs> Hope is a waking dream. Sometimes hope is a windy day or a large plant. Hope can be many things. For instance, a bug, Aristotle. (laughs) I wonder. (laughs) (laughs) There is not a lot of information about what this is. 
Oh, book overview. This is the last thing, unless you have other stuff to do, and then we're going to go back to the rest of the pod. Charlie the Unicorn finds himself in the magical world of dream space, a mysterious realm that is being corrupted by something called the grayness. Follow along as Charlie and his blue and pink unicorn friends journey to stop the grayness and save the poor, suffering dream creatures from a terrible and peculiar fate. Yeah. Charlie the Unicorn book. Um. <laughs> Wait, sorry. One more thing. Jason Steele, the creator of this, has another book on Amazon, which is Somebody Keeps Wipes... Somebody Keeps Wife Swapping My Wife, a novelette by Jason Steele. A very wife, interesting... Wife swapping? I don't like the face. Someone keeps wife swapping my wife. Like that like that TV show? I guess so. Wife swap? I have no I idea. I think that was the name of it, wife swap. Yeah. And these families would switch wives and these kids would have to be like, you're not my mom. And the one mom would have to be like, for this week I am your mom. Clean your room. Eat your vegetables. Eat your dishes. Take out your vegetables. <laughs> Do your garbage. <laughs> and brush your vegetables. Yeah. Clean your vegetables. Don't hey, don't forget to do your vegetables. <laughs> I think we just wife swapped with someone having a stroke. <laughs> I think our new mom is having a crisis. Hey, don't forget to take out the vegetables. It's vegetable day tomorrow morning. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably the only way to get enough vegetables, as the government says you're supposed to have. Next joke, please. What do you call a pig? Oink, oink. That's been arrested for bad driving. A pig gets pulled over for... Arrested. Arrested. Yeah. For reckless driving? Bad driving. Bad driving. I, I, uh, um, is it something to do with like DUI or speeding or... They're in... Tr- it's got ham. Is ham involved? Mm-mm. Pork? No. Bacon? No. Is it something to do with, uh, is it, is it, is it something, they wouldn't do something to do with police, police officers, right? No. No. I don't, I can't think of other ham terms. Other terms for piggies? Other terms for piggies. Hog? Yeah. Road hog? Yeah. What? Yeah. Road hog. Road hog? <laughs> yeah. A road hog. A road hog. More like a rogue hog. Rogue hog. Roadhog. Am, am, am I right, folks? Yeah. Roadhog. Now, hog, I know, is motorcycle. But maybe is roadhog like someone, is that supposed to be someone hogging the road? Yeah. Being a jerk about being on the road. An aggressive driver. Drives too fast or in a way that is dangerous to other people. I guess so. I mean, it's like, the thing about it is like, you see that and you're just like, I'm sure that someone being a hog of something, like someone taking a lot, mm-hmm. has to do with how pigs eat. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is just like pigs, The when, when pigs eat very aggressively. Mm-hmm. So when someone is being aggressive and not sharing something, they're being a hog. Mm-hmm. When someone does that on the road, they're a road hog. Mm-hmm. And this person looks at road hog and say, oh, it's got the word hog in it. That's crazy. What if a pig were there? It's like yeah. you've just done, you've just completed the circle. 
mm-hmm. you haven't gone in a new and interesting direction. So, um, yeah, it's like saying, "What's what do you call a pig who loves attention? A ham <laughs> <laughs> or a tension hog?" <laughs> A ham. A ham. Yeah. Yeah. What do pigs always order at Arby's? Uh, another pig one? <laughs> Registered. Just the R. What does a pig or Why are we... T- oh, I, I guess the first pig one was, was from Kelly. This, yeah. this is unrelated. A ham. No. They don't have ham at Arby's, do they? Uh, I mean, if this pig is going there and stays too long, maybe. Mm-hmm. Why is the pig eating at Arby's? Roast <laughs> beef? Is he just like... Yeah, it's kind of like a Chick-fil-A situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eat more chicken. Um, hmm. 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 A pig eat at Arby's? Mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. Supp- a ham? No. A ham? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pork, bacon, no. um, dirty Mm-mm. sow, pig, Mm-mm. piglet. Mm-mm. Ugh, I have no clue. Curly fries. Fuck off. That's so stupid. Because they, because their tails are curled. Yeah. Ugh. That's why I like to eat regular fries because my fingers are straight. See, it doesn't make any fucking sense, does it? Because part of your body is the shape of something doesn't mean you want to eat it. I was thinking about bananas. <laughs> Now, what exactly <laughs> were you thinking about bananas? Let let everyone else think about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Why did the cat ask for a drum set? Because um, he wanted to be Neil Peart? No. Oh. I'm going through other famous drummers in my mind, and I can't think of any other cat-related ones. So I'm assuming it's not no. something like Ringo Starr, but the star is a cat. No, or no. Ringworm star. <laughs> oh no, that that would be a dog. A dog, yeah. I don't. Do cats get ringworm? Uh, maybe. Cats do get worms, types of worms, but I don't know for rings specifically. It's gross. Paul McCartney had had wings worm. <laughs> Paul McCartney has worms. He must. Oh no. Would you st- Would you still feed me? Would you still keep me if I had ringworm? You know that Beatles song. <laughs> When I'm when I have ringworm, <laughs> yeah, it's no longer like, babe, would you love me if I was a worm? It's babe, would you still love me if I had ringworm? If I had worms, would um, you still love me if I had worms, just full of them? Full of them, you could see them. You uh, could see them crawling through my skin. Ooh, like an episode of X Files. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Why did the drum? Why did the cats cat- ask for a drum set? They wanted to make some music. Fuck off. Mew. Drum. Okay, so drum music. is. Oh, yeah. When you're like, ah, oh, I got to get into music. Let me buy a drum set yeah. first. Yeah. Primarily. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest one to learn. <laughs> it's the easiest, cheapest, you know, most like Versatile. tasteful. Yeah, it's like. You can definitely bring it to every open mic around town. It'll help you perform and create music <laughs> mm-hmm. on your own. It's like it would be better to buy a hand drum. Yeah. Like a djembe or something like that. All the chicks love a drum kit. Yeah. That's true. But it's also like someone has to have such a huge crush on you just to watch you play the drums by themselves. Yeah. It's like 
And also that's not about making music. It's it's about getting chicks, which is different. Yeah. There are only two reasons to learn how to play an instrument. Number one. Make music. Number two. Get chicks. That's it, baby. There's no other reason. And cats cats do want chicks because they eat birds. Because they're pussy magnets. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Just like in no, the adventures of no, adventures. No, of no, no, no. I was like, I know why you thought of the word <laughs> pussy magnet, but I was like, there's no way, there's no way that with 49 minutes into this podcast that, that we're getting out of here. If you start talking about this thing that I just can't care about. <laughs> the adventures, adventures of one direction. Yes. Can we have a computer joke? Please, please. Please. <laughs> Jokes from the computer. Jokes a computer told to me. Computer jokes? How did the dad justify buying the boat? <laughs> <laughs> How did the dad justify <laughs> buying the boat? That's right. Um, got a mortgage? Is mm, a mortgage? Nope. Um... Why would a boat have a mortgage? No, he took out a mortgage on the house to buy the boat. Yeah. Um, No, that's why his wife is mad at him. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Why did, how did the dad justify the boat? Yeah. Family eats a lot of fish? No. Um, Did he say, I'll take you out fishing and we'll have a really good time. And although it won't monetarily pay for itself, it will create numerous bonding experiences for us as a family. Afraid not. That's a shame. That is a real shame. I don't know. There was a sale. (laughs) Ah, well, I find that charming. Sale. Sale, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good joke, but I kind of enjoyed it. A sweet joke? It's a sweet joke. Sweet little joke. For the adventurous adventures of One Direction. So this has been Evan Diem's Joke Doctor. If you like it, you can follow us on patreon.com slash joke doctor, where I upload bonus episodes whenever someone bullies me into it. You can email us at edjdpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me online by searching Evan Diem. Um, If you're in the Syracuse area, I'm playing at Funkin' Waffles on Saturday, February 3rd. I assume if you listen to this podcast and you live close enough to go to that show, you probably are already going or can't. Um, So no real need to say that, but I guess I wanted to brag. You find Sarah online at Sarah ABTW and that's Sarah with an H. Um, They blasted off a tweet midway through the podcast. uh, So go give that one a like (laughs) and a retweet if you can figure out which one it is. I'll also be at the Funkin' Waffle show, but not doing what you'd think I'd be doing. (laughs) Are you going to be having one beer? <laughs> Me like milking a beer the I, whole like time through both sets. And I, st- and I still only drink like, like this much. You like drink the head off of the beer. Yeah. Just like the foam. Yeah. You're just like licking mm-hmm. up the foam. And I go, oh, that's nothing <sighs> like whipped cream. Ugh. Ugh. Honestly, that's how I feel about Guinness. The first time I saw Guinness, I was like, that looks amazing. And I had someone who was like, oh, that was bread. Yeah. That was wet bread. Yeah. That's like, if I want to if I wanna get a whiff of beer, I just smell my sourdough starter. Yeah, exactly. And I go. <laughs> I remember late 2022, 
I went to a Honey for the Bees show, mm-hmm. and now I'm freaking playing with them. Wow. So it's very exciting opening for them, playing with them. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a big change, and I'm very excited. It's gonna be my first time ever performing drums. I'm going to be very scared. I think. Aww. Um, Don't be scared. You would have had half a beer, <laughs> so that your nerves are <laughs> gonna have half a beer. Um, but I mean, it's a whole beer. I You're gonna have, have your second whole beer. I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have one glass of wine. I mean, that's the thing is I do think we get like half price drinks for being in the band. That's fun. But uh, I don't know necessarily if I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting. I'm going to, uh, I got to uh, write out my set on little pieces of paper and then cut up those pieces of paper, fold them up and uh, put them in a hat for people to choose. So it's like, a, you know audience participate audience audience part mm-hmm. uh you know it's fun except there are some songs that i definitely do need to come up so i think i'm just going to give a couple of them to i'm going to give at least one of them to tosh mm-hmm. to pull like to pretend that they're pulling mm-hmm. and just read the one that they have mm-hmm. and then i also very much wanted to believe by share so i'm not gonna put that one up to chance oh, okay but that's it And then it's the end of the podcast. And the end of the show. The Funkin' Waffles show. Yeah. Yeah, you do your thing and then everyone goes home. I'll say, no, 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 no. Hang around. I'm going to be on the stage later. Don't worry. (laughs) Everyone goes, ugh, I guess we'll buy another beer. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, on my account, don't buy a beer. (laughs) But you can put it on my account because I get a half off. (laughs) Best joke, ham sanitizer. (laughs) Worst joke, I'll be suing you. (laughs) I'll be suing you. And as we always say, if it ain't joke, don't fix it. Don't forget to fix it, dude. <laughs>